Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. We got another special dope guest. Again, thank you again for the hospitality this weekend. It was super fun. You know, just had a great time learning a lot, creating with other creatives. It was a it was a blast. It's been a blast. So we appreciate that. Next weekend. I wish. We wish. Soon though, we'll be we'll be out here pretty frequently. But um, this podcast is brought to you by Cloudy and Anchor. We'll you'll hear about them later on in the podcast. But without further ado. We'd like to introduce Braxton Kilgo. Welcome to the PNA Podcast at the De La Rue Studios. It's their studios. It's still under construction, but they got a lot of stuff done in here, and it's, it's a dope spot you got here. So appreciate it. Yeah. Thank so you, thank, you. thank y'all for helping us put stuff up. Today. Oh, oh yeah, sure. absolutely. I mean, it's anytime. the least we can do. Let us use in the space. So. Yeah, yeah, anytime. Yeah. So glad y'all here. So, but, uh, basically, want to start it off with kind of like what's your upbringing? Um, what got you to be the person you are today, and just kind of where you're from and things like that yeah. so so i'm from may texas brownwood texas i lived in may uh that's like where my family's farm is at uh but i went to school in brownwood i actually went to school in early a lot of little towns out mm-hmm. next to each other i went to school in early until i was uh freshman high school moved to brownwood basically just for sports reasons and my best friend came in which is why we're here pretty much yeah uh he moved to brownwood i called him at lunch one day and i was like where are you at he goes yeah i uh i moved to brownwood i'm like what yeah. uh so then i was like well i'm going to brownwood i'm going to brownwood then i'm yeah. going to be where he's at um yeah small town pretty much where we live it's like you work in a farm a factory or you play football to get out kind of thing it's not exactly that but it's kind of what you would imagine when you think small town sports football is like the whole town um so yeah grew up in a small town i've always been like interested in business kind of stuff but didn't really have any knowledge of it you know i just always was interested in it worked hard my whole life physical labor kind of stuff and i just knew that's not really what i wanted i was like i don't you know i just i've always had this kind of like sense that I've always had like a sense of purpose that was inside me that confused people sometimes where I was at. It's like people would say stuff and I'm like, no, not me. I could do that. I could be that person, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, man. Came from a small town. Wanted to get out by playing football. Had scholarships to places. Tore my knee. Last game I ever played in. And kind of took that opportunity away from me for the most part. Two schools still said they would still pay for all my school my surgery and you paid for your surgery too yeah picked the one that was the furthest away from my hometown that's and, dope uh, though yeah I went to not Dayton. many like colleges will yeah do that. It was, now, you're not it even was going cool. there and yeah. they still pay that's dope so I did go there I did go there uh, which is cool so picked the one furthest away from my home it was WT uh, went there went for a semester but limped off the field pretty much every day mm-hmm. and was like my doctor told me he was like if you're good and he was like but if you tear your leg again you'll probably walk wrong pretty much for the rest of your life. He's like, you have trouble walking for the rest of your life. Limping off the field every day, I was like, I think I have to make the right move. What'd you tear? Well, what'd you do? ACL. Well, I caught a pass, juke back to the inside, and when I juke back to the inside, it just, and somebody hit me at the same time. And that was it. Was it all of it or just like ACL? Yeah, pretty much everything, everything in my right leg. Pretty much. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And uh, so then, from that point on, I like I said, went for a little bit. 
I got the strength back, got everything back, but I was still just never the same. I had to wear a brace the whole time. Limped off the field every day, ice bath every day. It wasn't the same. So I decided I had to let go of sports. And then from there it was like, which I'm sure you guys, I know you played football. Yeah. Um, when you lose sports for the first time, it's like. Yeah. So basically for me, I'm like, dang. I don't, like, who's Braxton? You know, I had to basically ask myself that. And so from there, I kind of went on a, a journey of, like, what I wanted to be. And I was going to school for business, but really I was going to school for football. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah absolutely. Um, Which most people do that, get a yeah. football scholarship. Yeah. I was going to school for football. Yeah. But I was good at business. I was doing good in school. So then that's when I started my clothing company. And uh, I was in school, which I dropped out, actually. Mm-hmm. Right after I quit football, I dropped out. And then from dropping out, I went home built like houses and cabins and stuff with my dad for a while like all right i don't want to do this so went back to school went two more semesters the whole time i had my clothing company though which was cool so the college part was really good for some relationship stuff and mm-hmm. then just friendships network so then when i had my company there i dropped out a second time but i stayed because my girlfriend at the time was there and uh built my business out of this little terrible apartment <laughs> that when the wind blew like dirt came in kind of thing <laughs> um i slept in the kitchen with austin uh we lived in the apartment together slept in the kitchen with austin and the bedroom was like a it was an office we had clothes racks all the way around computer a desk the whole like setup it was cool and that so that's kind of where i started my first company was there um that's also around the same time that i got sponsored by a bang so that kind of kick-started the whole thing but yeah, is that answer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I kind of yeah, like no, 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 fast no, yeah, forward. No, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, what was that? Do you not do the clothing brand anymore, or what was it called? It's called Vision. It's called Vision. Um, it's not dead, but it's just on pause for a little while. Yeah. Fashion really is like one of the things that I, I just genuinely am passionate about, and I really like. Um, I plan to bring it back at some point. It's just not like a priority at the moment. When you bring those hats back. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna come back. It's gonna. Yeah, be I remember in college, like, Cam used to wear your stuff all the time. Yeah. I was like, "What's Vision?" And like, yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's like my my boy from back home's clothing yeah. brand." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hats, yeah. those hats. It's gonna come back. It'll come yeah. back. I just gotta. I was young in business. It was like doing really well, but it was like, not. I didn't have enough knowledge, basically, to like really take it off, like scale it, you know. And in that same time frame is when I started everything else. And I finally just got more passionate about, like, the bracelets and the marketing agency that I was like. And the margins were better. So I was like, yeah, should probably just focus on this for now. I was trying to live off of selling T-shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cool, though. Heck, yeah. So, uh, what were you going to say? Go, go for it. Oh, uh, would you, so after you stopped telling, selling T-shirts, did you move back home or did you move somewhere else? Or what was, your, like, your, your path after that? Because it's like. Once you stop doing something, I mean, me personally, once I stopped doing something, I was like, well, what's next? Like, Yeah. So mine, I never really had like an end and start of something. Mm-hmm. I had my clothing company going for a while. Like I dropped out of college, still had my clothing company, stayed there, like still had it. I wasn't in school anymore, but I was just running my clothing company. And I was also serving tables at a Thai restaurant like down the street. Um, so I was doing both of those things. And then decided at some point, I was like, I don't really want to be here anymore. I want to do something different. The guy I was living with, he had just moved to, like, the Odessa area, West Texas, pretty mm-hmm. much. 
went to the oil field and he was making a ton of money yeah and i was like man i'm still serving tables and doing my shirts I was like imagine if i was making what he's making yeah selling shirts so i bought a trailer built racks shelves all this kind of stuff loaded everything into this trailer brought my laptop all the shipping packaging labels all that stuff and got a job at the same rig that he was on he got he basically like hooked me up to work the same exact thing as him and got me on his crew and uh yeah so built the, he, me and him built this trailer out drove it all the way there lived in the worst place i ever lived we live here's my bed the rig is like Right 30 there. yards away yeah, right there the worst i hated that place. the noise just all day it. It, yeah. it's not that's a non-stop job uh, literally non 24 7 hated it luckily we had a really cool crew which was cool like and they still like tag us on facebook and stuff like they're really cool dudes uh and they all everybody out there bought vision shirts and all that which was cool um i knew it was temporary though like i was there yeah. to get money and get out and it was dangerous and all this stuff so um in that same time frame I was still working, doing stuff for my vision clothing company, doing stuff for the rig. I was also working with Bang Energy, so I was traveling with them still, doing that kind of stuff. Um, but in that like transition of all that was when I also kind of started my agency and like doing marketing stuff for people, which just happened like organically at first, and then transitioned more into like a serious thing yeah. as it began to go. Uh, did not take long before I wanted to quit the rig. So, uh, did that for a little while, had the trailer, and then quit, made Austin quit with me. That was also a big motivator. <laughs> I didn't want him to be there. Yeah, no, um, for sure. So, yeah, so then I transitioned out from there. So then now I saw Vision, Bang, and my agency all going kind of at the same time. Still not making that much money, but I was doing just everything I could to make everything move kind of thing. Just kind of make ends meet at that yeah. point. Yeah. How'd you how'd you get on with Bang? Like, was that like when they first started out, or yeah, they're massive, they're now. huge yeah. now. Everybody used Bang. Yeah. So with Bang, they had like two flavors, three flavors, and I was carrying a gym bag around a fitness event in Dallas, uh, and I, it was full of Vision shirts. So I was selling. <laughs> I didn't pay for a booth. I was just selling shirts out of my out bag. bag. Yeah. I would basically just walk up to random people and be like, they're like at these clothing booths. I'm like, hey man, I actually have my own. Hand them a card. I'm like yeah <laughs> what size yeah. are you that kind yeah. of thing yeah. i was doing all that but when you walk past the booth like you go see a booth now for bang and they spent two million on the booth you know and the products and all that stuff but then it was just like decent little size booth yeah. they had some like i think they're red line girls they weren't even bang girls yet red line girls handing out these cans mm-hmm. and they're like walking up to people to hand them out kind of thing now you go people are wrestling people to get to that girl who has a drink yeah um Anyway, I had walked by. They gave me one, and I walked around, and I drank it. And uh, I was with one of my friends, and I finished drinking. I was like, dude, that was that was good, bro. Zero calories. I just started learning about real fitness after football. Yeah. Like bodybuilding type mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, so I went back to him. I was like, hey, could I get another one of those, you know? And while I was talking to the girl, she was going to give me another one. This lady comes in, and she's like, who do you work for? I was like, honestly, nobody. I'm here selling T-shirts out of my gym bag. She's like, hold on. And uh, she went, like, to the back of the booth, came back with a case of bang, a backpack, a hoodie, and her phone number. And gave it to me. She said, go home, take a picture, tag me, and then text me right after you do it. It's like, 
okay. Yeah. Went home. You could probably find it on my Instagram somewhere. Me with a curl bar. (laughs) 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 In a gym in May, Texas. Middle of nowhere. And uh, texted her. They sent me a contract for a year to travel with them and be an athlete. So they sent me all this. Once I signed, they sent me, like, this whole thing. And, uh, yeah. I was still living in Canyon, Texas, where WT is at at that Mm -hmm. time. That picture also with all the stuff on my table is probably on my Instagram. Signed with them. They weren't very big yet at all. And then I became the plug for Bang Energy. I'm talking they used to send like four or five boxes like stacked. Like my door would lit like I'll open my door. There would just be like boxes stacked on top of each other. They sent way too much. They don't do that now. You have you have to be like number one athlete to be getting that kind of stuff now. Um it was really cool. Really cool experience. Got to travel meet some of the coolest people in the world. That's what helped me, like, start my agency. Uh, basically being the only one there that's not, like, 50K followers, 100K yeah. followers, million followers. It's, like, all these people. And that's how I was, like, how am they going to fire me the second they realize I'm not <laughs> nobody, I'm know? using them. Everybody's that. famous except for me. And so that's when I started, like, trying to make the best content I could, trying to help all the other athletes and stuff. If you came to an event, you see me carrying, like, 30 cases of bang, like, moving the stage. Like, I was just anything I could do just trying to make sure that they knew they needed me and uh, I was like selling it everywhere I went like everything I was doing uh, which is cool I ended up getting the first ever like Bang Energy Awards I got the first award for like hardest worker in the company kind of thing it was that's, that's dope yeah. and they took care of me I mean I got to go all over the place still I didn't have like a big following in me which they helped grow my following mm-hmm. which was cool um, but yeah so that kind of just transitioned into like I just randomly met them and then I knew I was in the right place at the right time, but I don't know if I was necessarily the right guy. So I made sure I was like, I'm going to do everything. Anytime somebody's like, hey, can we? I'm like, I got it. (laughs) So So after your contract ended, did you like, they try to keep you or you just were like. Yeah, I re-signed like two or three times. I stayed with them for a while. Uh, Super cool. But they just ended up getting like kind of too big. Yeah. They're like just team, like people were just felt like them like the original people I was with people were coming in and out I still love like Jack all the people that like the owner his wife and a lot of like the main people that I was there with they don't even work there now but I mean a lot of the athletes and stuff that were there during that time are still people I still manage some of them and then I still work like and talk to a bunch of them all the time it just got to a point where there just was too much going on and mm-hmm. I had my stuff and I was like because there were a lot of requirements. There was more and more requirements, and you got less in return as it was growing. Was it getting too corporate, basically? Yeah. And like, you and had to just, probably post pictures and yeah, stuff Yeah, there was just time. way more guidelines, yeah. way more stuff going on. Which, when you scale that fast, I mean, like, I don't, you know, they were trying to figure shit out. And uh, it just got where I was like, I'm trying to do my clothing, my bracelets, my agency. I was like, I can't be posting about Bang a hundred times a day, you yeah. know? So I finally had to just, like, pull back from that but it was I mean one of the best experiences that I ever got to have you know it was cool what time are we at 15 minutes 15 so I keep bringing up these bracelets yeah what what are they what what bracelets so it's called I Believe in You Uh, it's something I started like two years ago and to fast forward kind of to where we are I had to put it on pause because I couldn't afford the app for everything and um, yeah, so I had to put it on pause. So right now the company is kind of at a standstill. Um, 
and I'm working to basically get the ball back rolling. But to explain the company, I went and spoke at a middle school one time, and I made these stickers that said, I believe in you, and they were branded with my clothing company. And basically from that point, I, I got like a thousand stickers. The principal, I had wrote this whole speech. The principal calls me a day before, tells me what all these kids are going through, all this stuff, like to just remind me, like get me in the right headspace. Yeah. I'm like, I wrote the wrong speech. This whole thing, I'm like panicking. <laughs> so I read out this whole speech, order these stickers last minute to say, I believe in you. And I was more like, my first speech was like, motivated like everything positive that whole kind of thing and then she called me we talked about all the stuff and i'm like i can't believe it you know yeah <laughs> so i wrote this whole new speech brought these stickers that said i believe in you and gave them to all the staff all the kids the speech went really cool it was like one of my first speeches i ever gave so i was nervous as hell and i was supposed to have somebody go with me to video and all of a sudden nobody could come yeah video so i have like my own camera set up like over <laughs> in the corner it was terrible. I got like a 10-second clip that I used to post. <laughs> but uh, it was cool. And so the I Believe in You, like on the sticker, I was getting some like messages, and the principal had called me, and everybody was just telling me like people were giving them to their friends at school, to their family, all this stuff. And I was like, man, the initial goal I have is to bring bracelets, but it was so last minute that I had to make stickers. Anyway, so like, man, after that happened, I was like, I'm going to make some bracelets. And at the time, I had like those little... Kind of like the lift strong braces, but like half the size. Yeah, yeah. I had those for vision. And I was like, man, like that's just not, that's not cool enough to make it better than that. And so then I found like this style bracelet that you could like, they're reversible. You could put anything you want on them. And just trying to like get those designed, all this stuff. And then I was like, man, like I really want to be able to like track when this happens. Because when people yeah. are giving it away, it's going to be dope. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be like these like live changing kind of stories and stuff and so then i was like man how am i going to do that i was thinking like hashtags and having a website where you could go do it and all this stuff and then that's when i learned about uh near field communication technology like apple pay and like how you can do that kind of thing and i knew people could like you could like pay for a ticket to a concert and like walk up and like you know like tap your wrist to the thing and like that's how you got in kind of thing so then i started working with the manufacturer talking to them that made those concert bracelets and all this yeah. like what if you made one like really small and then this bracelet was like and it needs to be waterproof <laughs> his name is Rain but his real okay. name is Rainbow but he go by Rain this dude in China um, he's literally probably one of the nicest people I ever worked with <laughs> <laughs> I'm messaging this dude on WhatsApp in the middle of the night every night because that's when he's awake trying to figure this out mm. they freaking made the chip he put it in a bucket of water overnight and sends me a picture he's like was in there for 24 hours pulled it out it still works he was like let's use these I was like perfect underneath my patch of all my braces I want you to put this chip in there Like, and I need every single chip to have a, a different number written to it so they individually coded every single chip and then put them all into different bracelets anyways purpose of that being is so that we could track it so I'm trying to build an app that basically like if I give you the bracelet, mm-hmm. you can open the app, tap it to your wrist, and it pulls up its own thread. And in the thread will be every interaction of every time I was given away. So for the first one, obviously, it'd be me and you. You could say like, just met Braxton today, did a podcast, blah blah. blah. Can't wait to get over to the next person. Boom. And you could put like Mesa, Arizona. Then when you give away next, and they tap their wrist, y'all be able to put in the story. 
and then they'll be able to see ours and then it kind of just goes like that so the goal is to be like a wave of positivity kind of mm-hmm. thing it's like the vehicle to a positive interaction and so i always tell people like it can be anything positive negative everything in between the goal is just be a good person you know that's the that's the purpose of the bracelets and so you wear them with the intention to give them away yeah. to other people um so anyway we got this far launched it i did a not a gofundme a kickstarter did a kickstarter we raised like 10 grand launched everything got it all off we still all the videography was done by like friends and people that worked with us um most of the photography was like all just customers that were just taking cool pictures and sending them to us we were getting tagged tons of times a day different countries we sold to every state in the u.s multiple different countries like people all over were going crazy for it and it was awesome but everybody kept saying like i'm not giving them away till the app comes out you know i'm not like i can't wait till the app comes out when, hey when does the app come out and the app was like 100 grand you know and i really wanted the kickstarter to just like blow up yeah. so it was like everything we got 10k and that was like good and we launched it and i was hoping that like that would allow us like real quickly to scale up what happened was that everybody was they the initial people got it but they didn't want to give them away until it was ready so it kind of like halted a little bit people were still giving them away but not everybody and everybody was like waiting because they didn't have the yeah. full product yet they're waiting yeah. i'm gonna say download the app now kind of thing so let it roll for a while still sold stuff like came out with some different designs different things but after a while i was like i feel like i'm selling shoes with no shoelaces like end of the day this is just a bracelet but the whole concept all together with the app everything like that's what really makes it like what it is way different yeah and so met with different investors all this stuff everybody was just was disappointed everybody knew i was young had a really awesome idea they all wanted to change everything i was doing and i was like that's just not what i just didn't want to do that you know so Put it on pause. It's still like the thing that I'm like the most passionate about. Like I know, like I'm not even I'm not worried at all because I know when it does happen, it's gonna be the perfect timing. I'm gonna be exactly who I need to be. I'm gonna know enough about business. Like then, like if it'll blow up, I might not. Yeah. I might have messed it up because I wouldn't yeah. even had known. You know, and now it's been two little over two years. So that's the that's the bracelet. It's called the IBIY movement. I believe in you. Just want to spread kindness and motivate people and you know partner with musicians and all this kind of stuff and that's why I like this place too with us yeah. randomly getting into all this stuff with musicians like by chance through the agency and all this stuff and through Cayman um, that's why I know the timing is going to be perfect but with that that's one of my biggest like passion projects is just getting that back where it needs to be but I know it's going to be in the right time you know We'd like to thank our newest sponsor, Cloudy. It is a vape melatonin pen that is plant-based. All you do is hit it seven times, and you're asleeping 30 minutes or less. The first night Cam and I got it, we took it, and we were out within minutes. You can get these at tricloudy.com, and you can use code OPINIONATED to check out for 20% off. Again, that is code OPINIONATED, and we just think you should get the sleep you deserve. Thank you. So you already knew you wanted to make the bracelets before you even went to the, the school, but how did that make like when you got the initial phone call how did that make you feel like everyone's passing it to their their other students everybody's giving it to their parents their grandparents like how does that make yeah. you feel dude it was it was honestly really it was really cool because i like had the idea in my head 
like that it would work and that people would do it. And like I had this idea of like that it's gonna like that's what the wave came from. Like, yeah. like this is just gonna be like you do this and it's just gonna freaking ripple, you know. But there was no like proof of that happening. So it was cool that even without it being like that's what I told him to do. Like I told him I was like, take the sticker from me, but don't take it for you. I was like, take it and go give it to somebody. That's what I told them to do. And so they did it, which was cool. Um, and which we had kids come up to us and talk to us after. Like, So I knew like they felt something. But I think the coolest thing from that actually happening was, for one, it kind of proved to me that the method would actually work, that people would actually li- like, like it and feel yeah. the same thing as me. Um, but at the same time, too, it's like one of those things like they picked me to talk to these kids and then especially when she told me all these problems and all the stuff they're going through especially when you haven't spoke before like you don't really have any proof in your own self you know with speaking or having an impact whatever so to me I think the best thing was that I know that at least what I said did something because that was I mean that's the scariest part of that is like they could have picked anybody and these kids are listening to you today and they have all these problems like potentially what you say could do something and if you mess it up then it doesn't if you do good then it does kind of thing so I think for me like seeing that something came of it was like more over than the that the bracelet thing or the sticker thing would work it's the fact that like even if it wasn't everybody like it did like I know that being there did something still you know did you did you have that I believe in you idea before you wrote the paper or when you wrote the paper that kind of when the idea like sprung in your head I think that like solidified it I had the idea before in a, like I knew I wanted to make something I don't know I wanted them to be bracelets I think before so the idea I had but even when I had vision like I was always trying to come up with something that I, like I was trying to make shirts that had like tags that were mm-hmm. like tear away tags so could, something like, to just like I was trying it. to come yeah. up with something to like be really different which I still maybe want to do that one day, but like where you have a shirt that's got like tearaway tags on the inside that like say something. That's pretty. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But you still my idea. <laughs> Give me one at least. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was like trying to figure out what I wanted yeah. it to be, and uh, I had went to this church in L.A. that had bracelets similar to this with all my buddies that I work with. The bang. So that gave me like that bracelet idea. Like I love the style. I hadn't seen it. Then just kind of all like it like solidified it during that time. It's kind of how it like locked in. Like that's dope. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. Kind of like yeah, yeah. So I guess like going in from like making shirts to the bracelets. Um, kind of what what made you think? I guess getting into your agency. Like what was the pathway to that? A lot of that started from well, at least the skill set side of things. I yeah. had like getting into business. I had no money, mm-hmm. so I was like. I gotta know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I started like teaching myself as much as I could about business, marketing, like everything I could to like basically make my stuff work. Um, so I've been doing that for a while, learning as much as I could, talking to people I know, like just trying to like take knowledge from everywhere, videos, everything I could. I was designing shirts on like some crappy stock website that like let you put like my first design ever has stars in a circle and says vision through it. Like, that was, like, a those stars are, like, stock, like, GIF pieces, you know? Yeah. We just sold a lot of them. People still wear them all the time. But, that like, that's what I was doing. So I was just trying to, like, get as many, like, skill sets as possible from that. Like, now if I started, I'd 
whole different world. But, um, yeah, so I started doing that. But then being around all the people with Bang and the people I went to school with, like, college, it's kind of like everybody. When people people would start asking me questions, and then the people with Bang, I kind of would see some of their, like, problems they would have with, like, a contract or another company they want to work with. Or a lot of them, like, they had so many followers. Like, they were just like, I need to start a business because I have so many people, like, they basically, if they were me, they could have dropped my shirts and sold more than I had since I had ever started because they just had so much stuff. But they would still come to me and just ask me, like, hey, you know, where do I get this? How do I get this shirt made? Or I really want to do this, but I don't know where to go. Or, like, how did you do this, that? So then I started, like, helping them. And then I realized I was – and so once they started asking questions, I was like, well, sometimes I wouldn't know. So then I'd have to go learn more and more. And the people at Bang kind of allowed me to have the – opportunity to look at something on a bigger scale whereas like if just a regular person asked me like these people are like making a bunch of money online and they have a lot of influence so I got to kind of help people at a higher level which allowed me to kind of level up forcefully yeah. you know yeah. and uh, being a part of Bang's growth and just all, all these people that are starting stuff and then meeting people because not only was I with Bang but we would they would take me to these events all over the country that were there with ton of other people were starting clothing companies starting all this stuff so i was like going around shaking hands meeting all these people that's kind of how i transitioned to the agency or just let them like meeting all these people and just becoming friends but then into those conversations i was like you know hey if you ever need help with xyz you know i would love to help you and then i kind of just slowly from there just added more like we used to only do like this amount mm-hmm. of things and i just slowly over the last five plus years added a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and now when people ask what we do I'm like <laughs> what do you need, need. first so you got a whole toolbox like, yeah just to kind of and pick a team. Yeah. yeah that's what and, helps too, yeah, too. Like, at the end of the day like I was learning everything myself at first but I'm like if I like especially too I was working with these like high caliber people I'm yeah. like they don't need like only my skill level like whatever it is I'm doing for them like I need to find someone who's really, really good, mm-hmm. and have them do it, and I'll just put a little bit on top for me to do it, mm-hmm. and bring them enough people that they'll give me a discount, so that I can still serve these people competitively and correctly. But it's somebody that's a master of their craft, you know, kind of do. And then add more services; those little bitty margins on top allowed me to make my money, you know. But at the same time, if you worked with me, you were getting like the best. Because I found somebody who's really good at every single thing. So that's kind of how I, like, leveled that up. Now, I made sure I knew how to do everything, but I knew I couldn't be the best. You, just, you can't be the best at every single service, you know. Yeah. So then I started scaling it into, like, you're the best videographer. You're the best at ads. You're the best at this. I'll bring you this many people a month. I'll do. I'll feed your company. You just kill this one thing. Mm-hmm. And then I just started grabbing those people and how work the, with working with bang how much did that help your agency now like it could be marketing learning how to talk to bigger people yeah um revenue portions like how did that how did that help you like really make your agency like just jump off yeah so i mean really even working with bang like it didn't necessarily like pop off for a couple of years even after but it gave me a lot of experience it gave me a really good network um, like I said, like, even with my clothing, my bracelets, and that stuff, like, it helped me because I had these people who are my friends who, like, when I started my bracelets, for example, 
even my shirts, but my bracelets is a real example because I've been with Bang for a while. Started my bracelets. Every person that I could reach out to, there wasn't like too much because when you got people who have 500K, a million, those kind of people, you don't just want to like, if y'all don't talk all the time, you don't want to hit them up with some like, hey, will you post this kind of thing? Yeah. So I didn't really hit any of them, but like my friends who 10K, 20K, 50K, some that I was really close with that were like truly invested and had, you know, a couple hundred thousand, that kind of stuff. My Like half my first order, handwritten letter to every one of them with a whole bag full of them and stickers. And I didn't ask any of them to post it or anything. I just sent it to all of them. Luckily, almost every one of them posted about it. So like that helped me. Really just my network, being able to just have the perspective from all that and like see how everything really is ran. And I got to be with Bang like as they went from like, not that they weren't big when that when I got with them, but when I got with them, they had two or three flavors. No one really knew. Like that was their come up. I got so lucky that I was like right in that spot yeah. from where they went like this to just like skyrocket. So I got to be a part of that seeing how the team was managed, how the events changed, how the business scaled, how every time we met, it was different, you know. And then really just, like I said, the network and then meeting people at these events too. Like when I was there, I was like, I was trying to meet everybody. So that definitely helped me being just in that scene for a little while because I'd never been a part of anything like that ever. Like didn't even really know that existed. And uh, so I think really being with them, it didn't really help me like revenue-wise or anything like that. Might have helped me get, like, when I was managing some of them, like, some of my initial clients. But, I mean, when I started out, I was charging $100 a month, you know. So it was really nothing. Like, even if I got three people, like, it really wasn't, like, some crazy thing. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't really, you know, popped off, you know. It it took a couple years still. But it was wonderful on the network side of things, experience side of things, perspective. And then being able to always like compare back to that time frame, like what we're doing and what the reality of all that space is too. Like now I do like consulting for companies that are hiring athletes and sponsoring people to be able to show them like where the value is, where it's not, what a page looks like, what this should look like, how much they should make. And then also at the same time, how much the athlete or influencer should make, mm-hmm. not make what their requirements should be versus not. So now I get to, like, I'm not, I don't have the most experience in the world, but I've been able to see that from both sides. And I think it just helped me experience-wise probably the most out of anything. That's dope. Do you have anything? Um, no, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, think, I guess, like, process stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So we talk, you keep being in this agency, this agency, this agency. What <laughs> What is this agency? What? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of stuff. So it's called Digicast. It's uh, basically it's a digital marketing management and production agency. So we do music videos, commercials, short films, anything, video, photography kind of stuff. Uh, but also, like I said, I do management. So I help with musicians, influencers, online businesses. I help with like sponsorship from both sides. Uh, basically, just like how to negotiate contracts and everything. So just management from like the contractual standpoint yeah. kind of thing uh, but then also we like fully manage and take over like a lot of companies full like basically we're like a full marketing team mm-hmm. so there's companies where we create their content we post their content we consult with them every single week like let's do this this is what your brand needs to be here's your mood here's your voice here's the consistency here's what we're trying to, like we do all like take over all their stuff 
Uh, and then just like general marketing agency stuff, we do ads, marketing funnels, websites, SEO, all that stuff too. Um, but the difference in ours versus everybody else, for one, when you talk to the salesperson on the phone, which is me, <laughs> we're actually about to unroll a sales team for the first time ever um, Tuesday this week, which will be cool. Congratulations. And I'm trying to let other people, thank you. I'm trying to, I let Dylan take a phone call meeting for me the other day, which was cool. Uh, it's the first time somebody's done that. How'd that go? It was good. He did you, when, dude, we have a follow-up meeting. So. Did you did you critique him? Like when, no, like, I didn't. When, when, no, when he was like in it, where you just sitting there like. No, I didn't even listen. Uh, I had no. another meeting. That's, That's basically dope. what happened. Is oh, I had okay. I had accidentally double booked, and I really needed to speak with this other client because they wanted to like resign, but they wanted to like restructure their package. It's a really big package for us. So I was like, I have to be on that call. Yeah. Like, but this other dude, he's been wanting to resign too, but we've missed each other for like two weeks. So I'm like done. Like we have to, we have to have both calls yeah. happen. I'm like, I need you to take this one. He did it, and it was it was dope. Um, yeah, I think you asked like, what is the agency? The difference with ours, I you know, I kind of explained what it is. The difference in ours is that like, we don't make a sale, and then you get to email us once a week. Uh, we offer free coaching and consulting to all of our clients. Luckily, now we've like scaled enough that we can kind of choose who we want to work with, and mm-hmm. so we create like. We're obviously invested professionally, but we're invested personally too. Like we talk on the phone, we voice memo, like a problem comes up, like we might be just running a company's ads, but we're like consulting them on all their social media, like how to get the content, how to batch it, how to like when to post, what to post, like just because. And that's how like up until this point, the company has been built only on referrals, which has been cool. So no ads, no no marketing stuff to build the it's market. Word of mouth. Yeah. Which has been a huge blessing. That's crazy. And it, and that also is why we've had so many like ups and downs. Because sometimes you get five referrals, and then you go two months and nothing, nothing. you know, or you do, yeah. or you had an expense, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference that we try to keep is that for one, you know, people people who say, I, and again, when I talk about finding your line on stuff, um, you know, people are talking like if you serve everybody, you serve nobody, and you know that like if you don't pick one niche, like you're screwed. And I like see where they come from, but I also think it's like. Maybe if you're just like a normal person, a normal agency, like doing it normal. But the way that we do things, like it works. And so because it was only referrals, we started out like in the fitness realm kind of thing. But then somebody we helped in the fitness realm, their cousin just started a, a food truck. And then his daughter has a lash company. And then her cousin's best friend has a blowout bar. That's an example I use. Sometimes I remember the girl called me. She's like, yeah, I have a blowout bar. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can help you, but what is that? She, she tell me too, and then I'm like, "What is that? That's a business." <laughs> but it's cool. So it's and it's like still to this day, like like literally in these chairs two or three days ago, the husband is the guy who tinted our windows here. Mm-hmm. He has a window tinting company. Mm-hmm. They moved from Hawaii, and she has a like permanent eyeliner, like permanent makeup, yeah, lash type company. And we're doing stuff for both of them. It's like a perfect example of it. Is like we're doing that. Then we have a wrapper that'll come in next. And then, you know, we're selling cookies, and then a girl dances, and then we're building shoes. So it's cool because, again, we have, like, somebody for every spot. And really, like, even for all these other companies, like, in marketing, the formula is relatively the same based on your problem. There's just a few little things you got to plug and play in it to allow you to scale because that's what everybody's coming to, you know, or brand, you know, wherever people are at. So the difference in ours is you get a personal connection. Like, we're actually invested into it. Because we've been able to be selective 
and then we've also worked in so many different niches and industries and tested it and it always works you know through testing you know but done it long enough that we're able to serve people and serve people correctly enough to where like we haven't had to have a sales team and we're still able to to scale you know that's it's dope too because since we've been here there's literally been new people here every day yeah, yeah. Like we've, I, we've seen a new person every single day and you're like talking to them and <laughs> yeah. doing your business and whatnot but like that's just like dope to see and like thank you man being here i mean I, we can't say it enough like thank you for having yeah. us here yeah, i like, want y'all to come back anytime this this yeah. this whole place is just been an inspiration it's coming together man and that i tell people all the time that's what i told y'all yesterday coolest thing about me is the people i know and i think really like my skill set like i'm not the best marketer or ad or videographer or any of these things i like to connect people and just put people in the same room i know how to find good people treat them right and put them around other good people and that's why like even we just moved to arizona 10 months ago something about like somewhere in that range but like people have been coming through here like every day we still we have not done marketing handed out cards ran an ad which we have our social medias but we just launched the business social media but through the dude who did our tent our neighbors next door the guy who's always here the people that we've met through social media which has been cool just like how we've just presented ourselves since we've gotten here to people people have referred just introduced us to different people or we had someone tint the windows and yeah. stuff like it's literally made this door and we've had clients fly in and stuff too but we haven't started anything like for real for real here which is the reason we started this place because we want to have something where we get to shake people's hands and really help people in person and create this environment type of thing but it's cool like the fact that just being a good person just treating people right and just just being here the door has been revolving through through just us being here being nice to the window tent guy to where enough of a conversation with him that he wants to do stuff for him and then he wanted to bring his wife and then his wife wanted to tell us about her business from Hawaii and it just like rolls and it's just like everything is a blessing if you just treat people good and do the right thing it just brings it all it takes off the fact you guys are here yeah yeah. you decided to come here you know what I mean yeah for and I'm not no you're good don't worry about it gratitude check there was a girl after one of our video shoots the other day. We were we all went to dinner after the shoot, uh-huh. and her phone went off. And she looked at it. She's like, "Oh, she closed it." I was like, "What is that?" She's like, "Oh, I just did this thing, a gratitude check every day." I'm stealing that from you. Immediately, yeah, that's, that's that was what I said. Super dope. I said I'm stealing that. <laughs> I'm stealing that from yeah. you. And what we did, we still right after that. Every single person sitting at the table. One was our videographer. He's from all over the place, but he moved here like the same time we did. Mm-hmm. One was Colt, one of my roommates, one of my best friends yeah. my whole life. But everybody was from a different state that was sitting at this table. And, bro, we all sat there. Basically, like, pretty much had just met every person except for Colt, me and him knew each other. But he had just met everyone mm-hmm. besides me. And then David, the videographer, he had been with us for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And we sat at this dinner table, bro, and every one of us listed off three things we were grateful for. And we just had these, like, deep-ass talks the whole time. Damn. One of the girls literally committed to that she's moving to Arizona and just the, everything she's felt in her whole experience of being in Arizona, she's coming here. And that was from that girl's phone going off. That's crazy. That's crazy. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, being that's super real. Real. It's yeah. crazy, right? That's crazy. Anyway. Did you ever, like, young Braxton, <laughs> running around the backyard playing football, 
West Texas Braxton. Like, did you ever envision any of this? Like, did not, you ever think not like, like this? this. Would, like, you would be in not necessarily in Arizona, but did you ever think like you and your best friends yeah, back just home, all just, your home, all your boys, really right. doing this? Yeah, kind of, and not really. Like, it's like I did and I didn't. Like, I always knew that was one thing. Like, as a kid, I just was always like, I'll give you a funny example. I don't even know what girlfriend it was of mine. I'm not even really calculated probably as a real girlfriend. Because <laughs> they were young. But yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. We, any of my friends too would always laugh. <laughs> they were like, a girl would like say something about like Justin Bieber or something. And I'm like, you like him? You try to talk to him? She's like, well, that's not real. It's like a fantasy thing. I'm like, he's dating Selena Gomez, which I was also in love with Selena Gomez. <laughs> I did mess her on Facebook one time, but I was real young. How'd that but, go? No response. No. Probably not even real page. But <laughs> I always like had this thing. I was like, for some reason, I like I would see people on movies and different things, and like the girl would like be like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I would like my fantasy person, whatever, be Justin Bieber, and I'm like, kind of like, what? And I'm like, well, that's what you want. Like, go for it. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you now. You know? Yeah. And she was like, "Well, it's not real." I'm like, it is me. I'm like, I fully believe it. If I wanted Selena Gomez, like, I could, it might take forever, but I'm like, that, I could do that. I'm like, I didn't view, I like, they were clearly above us, but I just always had this sense of, like, there's no difference in them and me and, like, what we can do. And I don't really know how that got, like, instilled in me, but I always felt that way. And it was always kind of like a, I'd say, like, a drive. I thought it was, like, negative, but I would always just, like, be in situations with groups of people or, like, watch a movie or like hear a song like all these different things like in my head i was always just like i know i'm supposed to be doing something like that yeah like something that's like big and like real not for like because i want people to look at me like just like the way a movie would make me feel or like i just didn't see people like that were way up like i didn't see them as way up i'm like they just did a few things that i haven't done yet or there are stories are just different kind of things so no not this exact vision I've always been trying to just like have faith that like I know I was put here for something that's not normal like not average or regular so I've always kind of tried to move in a way of like nah we're gonna nah believe it we're about to be doing something you know like we are this like we are this thing like we can be this thing so I've always kind of tried to like move with that intention but like this space I've always wanted to be around my friends we've always talked about how like we always make sure that we're grateful and thankful because not everybody has that like people you grew up with friendship that yeah, sticks it's and stays. So we've been really thankful and you know, the fact that happened to us and we were all able to stay friends. So I've always known that. But then as far as like a place like this, ever since I got like real, like truly invested in business, one of my like my visions, like one of the things that make me feel fulfilled and joyful is like I wanna have a workspace, like an office. Because the reason I started vision somewhat because I wanted everybody to understand that like everybody's version of success looks different, yeah. and I want people to show up to work and be happy. Like, don't do this because of the money, because your parents, because of school, or because everyone else, whatever. Like, everybody's version of success looks different. So, with that being said, I was like, start a vision, all this stuff. And so, I want people. Like, I used, I remember being a little kid. Like, it's Monday morning, like eating cereal, just seeing like mom not happy or like frustrated about this. And, dad or stepdad somebody that everybody's just like in this mood not all the time yeah. but i'm like as a kid from that perspective you're like i never want to grow up they look miserable you know like yeah. i'm pumped that's monday but not everybody's pumped for monday 
If you guys haven't heard of Anchor, it is the best way to distribute and get your podcast out to you know your audience. Anchor is a distributing website that is partnered with Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Our Heart Radio podcast, and much more. Anchor is definitely an ad-free podcast that will help you get money and revenue for your podcast. It's as easy as uploading your audio to the website and then pressing upload. Once you do that, Anchor will distribute your audio to all these major companies. Once again, it is free, and their main sources are Spotify. Thank you. Um, yeah, so basically, I just wanted to create an environment where people are actually happy to show up to work. Where we have this environment where, like, even if you don't work here, like, you show up and you just feel good. We got quotes everywhere, the light, the smell, the people, the high fives, the hugs, the people you meet in here. Just, like, everything that you feel here was, like, worth no matter what you got out of it for being here kind of thing. And so never really envisioned it exactly like this, but I really wanted – I've always wanted to create something where people are happy to show up to for work. Like, it doesn't feel like – work kind of thing you know that's what i've always wanted to create you've done a good job of doing that because even from us just being first day quote-unquote visitors like just seeing your work and the vibe with all three y'all that are four y'all that are here like the vibe is always good since we've been here the vibe has been good and like everybody's happy and everybody's chill relaxed joking with each other and whatnot I don't know if it's more since we have a personal connection with y'all because he knows came in and whatnot that's why we're here um but since i walked in this place like it's just been inspirational and like it's just it's just dope like just because we're a team y'all are a team y'all friends forever and we've been friends forever and just to see y'all work and like have this like it just it's crazy and like i've loved every second of it for real yeah it inspires me like it it moves me like you guys are in my perspective like it's the truth obviously like you guys being here and just the fact that we get to do any of this that's what like inspires me so every time somebody comes in like that's like feeding my motivation towards it more of like that this can be like this but we've had like even before this was on the walls and we had the TVs and like the lights and you know it still has a long way to go but mm-hmm. like even when we had like nothing in here I mean we had multiple times where we had photo shoots video shoots had one speaker and like two of those terrible lights that i don't even use now like that's all we had door propped open it's still dirty all in here and we'd shoot stuff and talk and everybody talk about the vision of the place and all this stuff and like even then when there was nothing here just the vision of it i would get that feeling and everybody would get that feeling we had we would cheer something or every like especially one of the times i'm referencing there was like still again like not really anything here I don't know, we had probably 30, 40 people in this place. And out of 30, 40 people, 35 of them sent me a text this long of like, man, the people that were in this place, the way I was feeling, like, every person I met was awesome and doing something and so nice and this and that and this and that. And it wasn't us. It was just just everybody as a whole in this place. Because really we're in a shopping mall in Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> this place sucked before we got here yeah. really bad. But it's turned into because of you guys showing up, all of our intention with the place and just being true and authentic. It's like made where every time more people show up, it just solidifies it even more and more like what this is going to continue to evolve to be. And that's why I get really excited about like y'all are here now. Yeah. 
Like now y'all leave, I'm like, all right. When they come back next, they better walk in and be like, oh my God. Yeah. It's the same place. Like that's what I'll, I just want to create that, you know. I'm excited to see that other side that of the side. That's going to be yeah. cool. That has to be, that, I get real excited about that. I'm not real excited about the construction part. Yeah, that's always the pain in the ass. But, like, I mean, even when you first started this, like, it is exciting. Like, yeah. came in, oh, damn, I can't wait to put my studio back there. Yeah. I have this idea. And then and just like, watching it the whole way, too. Just yeah. Saying, like, yeah, he sent me. Step by step process. I'll send you all like this. Yeah. You see the videos? Yeah. Yes. We've seen, we've seen the it. werewolves and stuff on the walls. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen it all. Like, right, he came and sent it to him and he shows us like it's yeah. it's dope and like it's it's exciting like let's say starting from nothing and then like once you have everything then it's excited for us coming in like damn yeah. can't wait for that next person coming like yeah that shit's exciting that shit's fun yeah dude so That's, what does the de la rue stand for like how'd you guys come with that name <laughs> de la rue studios uh okay so de la rue uh de la rue is the name of the world's largest money printer it's in london so Again, one night we're in here with water bottles and giant scraper, like <laughs> scraping glue off the walls and all this stuff. And we were drinking some beer and hanging out, basically. Yeah. And we still didn't have a name for the place. And we had all done this like whole cheers. And the end of the cheer, I was like, to turn this place into a freaking money printer. Like they were just going to make money in here. And that happened. And then we're in here with ladders. And it was a mess in here, real. <laughs> And we're just doing all this stuff, all this stuff. And I was like, in my head, I was like, hmm. Just clicked. I was like, I'm going to get on Google real quick. So I tapped in on Google, the world's largest money printer. I don't know if it was the first thing or a couple things I scrolled. It was called De La Rue. And it's, I think, I don't know if I said that. I think it's like in London. Um, I should probably learn more about it. But I literally, <laughs> just, I literally just Googled it, looked at it. They print like 62 different currencies. It's just this mo- giant money printer, basically. And I was like, and I saw the name and immediately I was like, De La Rue. It's like De La Rue Studio. I was like, bro, we should call this place the De La Rue. And then from there, everybody was like, hell yeah. And then we cheers again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's dope. That's Absolutely. sick. And every time oh, we yeah. tell people it's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. And then, well, here we are now. Do you ever just like, are you ever here by yourself? Have you ever been here by yourself? Yeah. Do you ever just like sit back and just take it all in? Oh yeah. Sometimes I'll lay on the turf in there on the Compton studio. I'm like, dude. Because like uh, our place isn't anything like y'all's, but I mean there'll be times where if you see our where we started and like where we're at now, like I just look and just like, yeah, it's really yeah. us. And when you do that, like the gratitude check thing, like something I I used to I've watched some of the same YouTube videos like a hundred plus times just so it's like language in my head and. I think it was Tony Robbins, maybe. Uh, somebody said it. And it's like, when you're extremely grateful, it's hard to be mad about anything. It's like hard to get pissed or like find problems when you're just like, when you stack up how grateful and how much gratitude you have, mm-hmm. it's like hard to be pissed off or mad or yeah. sad or whatever. So the same thing, like, I try to do that with everything that I can. And like, that's like with this place, it's like, that same like I can't not like I walk in here and it's like euphoria kind of thing you know? yeah but also on that same stance too like I know like I mean I've lived in some really awesome places in the last like five years one of my favorite places I ever lived was that terrible ass apartment that dirt blew through the door it's connected to a bunch of other apartments 
like we slept on a mattress on the ground in the kitchen like everything we had was like given to us by somebody else or something yeah you know it was not cool at all and it was super cheap but like even like what you're saying like it doesn't matter what scale it's at like i love that place like that's the one of my favorite places i ever lived in my life me and austin we joke about it sometimes we're like dude i would go live there right now in that same spot <laughs> um so yeah i mean dude I, I look at this place all the time like i try to make myself do it as much as possible to like slow down because i'm always like trying to like like sometimes that's a, some one thing that i like i'm trying to find my line with like what we talked about is like i have a really high expectation for myself like in business and just as a person so sometimes i'll like have phone calls with like all these like big dogs and badass people and we're like doing all this stuff and like we have this whole place and we're it's like moving up and up and up and up but i'll just like keep going keep going keep going keep going keep going so i try to make myself slow down as much as i can to like stop and smell the roses you're like we are awesome this is sick you know it is. like if nothing else ever happened like this is sick uh, so I try, I try to do that like as much as I can. We did the little tour video, but I, I feel like that, that that tour video just doesn't really do justice of what this place is or really the vibe of this place at all. Like when you from the beginning when we walked in, it's just like yeah, just from, like when we first got in, got up at his chair, dat me up, like first time because I've talked to him on the phone, but like first time like seeing him in person, like all that stuff, and just like everyone was just like all y'all gave real us a cool, hug. welcoming, like. Like, come check this video out we just shot. And, like, behind <laughs> yeah. the desk, like, stuff like that. It was just, like, yeah. damn, like, it was just cool just Appreciate to be that. like that, just yeah. off off the jump. And that's how, so. like, I feel like we've all, like, I don't feel like we just met two days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for you, sure. Yeah. You do a, a, a really good job of making, we weren't uncomfortable with you, but you do a right. really good job of making people that are uncomfortable feel comfortable, right. feel welcome. Appreciate that. And I definitely always want to do that. I try to do that because... I, mean, I don't know why it would be any different. You know, yeah. that's how it needs to be. It's how it's supposed to be, and I hope that people would do that to me where I go. You know. So what are your what are your next big big plans for? It could be this for Digicast for Braxton. And what's 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 next for? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot you. of things. Digicast, we're launching a sales team. About to like try to really build here locally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not new, too concerned with. I mean, we're gonna bring people from other places still. Yeah. But I really want to build something here local. I really want to have that concert, the festival, like grand opening, yeah. networking event. Um, I don't know. I just want to build this place. I really want to have my podcast another twenty four. I think the like the merch, the apparel stuff for that is gonna be really cool. I'm That's excited a dope name. About yeah. That. yeah. That's a dope name. Yeah, I'm excited about that a lot. Um, one of the artists that I work with her girlfriend is going to do all the clothing and everything's going to be one-on-one so there won't be any pieces the same so i'm excited about that be cool just the message i really want to like put a lot of focus on this place the the environment the business side of things like just everything that goes on here locally because working with like international clients or people from different states like it's cool but when you walk in here and i'm high-fiving and hugging and we're really like looking at your stuff in person it's just a different deal and like that's what i really like because i have badass phone calls all the time and not to take away from any of that but if we can do this in person and shoot a podcast meet like shake somebody's hand and then they get to go home and like we got we didn't just that that's one thing like with our stuff like 
anybody can check your boxes. There's people that do it better than others, and I want to be the best at the checking the boxes side of thing. But I think anything you do, like, you shouldn't just check the boxes. Like, I want to check all your boxes and then check six more you didn't know about. And then when you leave, like, you didn't get a service. You got, like, an experience, you know. And you met people that, like, like if somebody here that you met and y'all end up doing something, like, has technically nothing to do with us, but you still at least tie that back to this place and that kind of stuff. And so, I don't know. My goal is to really, like, scale this local business in multiple aspects with Digicast, De La Rue, the music studio, the podcast studio. I want to launch my podcast. I think the podcast can be one of my favorite things because, like, even as this, like, the things that I've said to you guys, like, yeah. it's just stuff that I just, I don't vocalize almost ever. And so I'm excited to be able to do that and then also share more people's stuff and, you know, I don't know, and then just see where that takes me. I definitely want to bring the bracelets back, the clothes. I don't know. That's All one that, thing about yeah. me. I'm always... I'll come up with something. I gotta slow down sometimes. <laughs> no, I feel <laughs> it. Oh something. my mind is always like going, always working, bro. Yeah, like, got yeah. a journal, just. I'm about to, dude. I'm trying to, even like what I said about the niche thing earlier. Yeah. People talk about like you got to pick one thing and mm-hmm. just be the best. I'm like, huh? Like I like that. Don't get me wrong. Like I may lose out, but I'm like I want to have like a podcast. I'm gonna make clothes. Run an agency. I'm gonna try to be in a movie. I'll probably put out a rap song, maybe a country song. Yeah. I want to dance in someone else's video. Mm-hmm. I want to video something. I want to make a movie, not be in it. I want to make a movie, be in it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying write to write a book. Write a book. <laughs> I'm trying to build this, make it badass. I don't know. Let someone else have it, buy it, <laughs> do something different. I don't know. I just want to just keep like what you said earlier today, like on my keyboard. Says fall in love with being alive. I think I like to build stuff, so I just want to just like until I get hit by a truck one day. <laughs> like I just want to build like everything I can until I'm not here, and just hopefully it did something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it's about. Because you only get one life. You got to go. Right. I tell them all the time, like, bro, we only got one life. Go chase yeah. your dreams. Go do whatever. Yeah. So live every day like you got today only. I need to get you a shirt from one of my friends. I don't remember what the exact quote is, but it's just the shirt just says "Inspirer," and like then that. like the underneath it is like his definition of "Inspirer." That's cool. I got, I got, I got to, yeah. I'll show you the shirt after this. Cause I think he has like a website, or I yeah. know he has them on Instagram. I was gonna say, let me know too, because that's what, like I said, even with this stuff, and yeah, all stuff like that's another thing I want this to be like. I want to have clothes and different things like that, but only of like people like that, like not. Yeah, big name stuff. I want to yeah, have like, like the people who have purpose and what they're the doing. groundwork and mm-hmm. put that where we have like a unique store that's not you're not gonna go to any other store the same. So yeah, let me know. Well, you inspired us a lot. I want you to know that for real. Um, I hope it's mutual, man. We inspired you. I hope we even from watching us or doing this helps you with your podcast. It will absolutely. Um, and taking mental notes. Oh <laughs> yeah. But thank you for having us here, man, for real. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart. Appreciate everything. Appreciate the hospitality. Absolutely. I mean, y'all treated us like family and you didn't even know us and I mean to me that means a lot. It says Absolutely, a lot. Man. I appreciate that. Thank you guys. Yeah, just allowing us to use y'all space, like even when you're not here or just like just like posting up in the room. Like I know Dylan works in here. It's just like yeah. just giving us that space, that opportunity yeah. and just all that stuff and now I'm just like itching to come back. Like when we leave, I'm gonna be like, "Damn, bro!" Yeah, Let's just like keeping keep in touch with you and Cayman. I mean, like, shh. before we came out here, we talked about like we want to make this trip 
a ritual thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's from us, it's, it, we just like being around other creatives because it helps our creative, f- creative juices flow. Mm-hmm. And right. we might feed off of an idea that you came up with, but we have our own twist or vice versa. Yeah. Like it just helps you think of other ideas and just keep going. And we, we hope to make this trip a, a ritual trip. Let's do it. Like okay. I said, let's have the conversation too. Like, I don't want it to die off. Like, I want to find a way to make it, or like, whether it be financially or whatever, like, so we make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it's absolutely. this small amount that's every month or so that makes it. Like, yeah, absolutely. That amount specifically for this, you know. Yeah. But also, I want to say thank you to the off one, having me on the podcast, and then for being here. Like I said, the only reason this place is this is because people like you show up, you know. And so, I'm glad you are here. I'm in the same boat. We got to leave. I'm like, right, put the next date on the calendar. Let's do something. So, uh, cool. Well, before we get out of here, do you have any questions you'd like to ask us or anything? anything for you're us? about to be on my podcast. You start letting me ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you all like, the same stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, let's see. Let me think of one, one thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's do this. I'm going to repost this. Okay. So, for each of you guys, what's something that, like, if you could just share a message that y'all's podcast is about or just in your journey, like, even the reason why you wanted to ask me to be on it, mm-hmm. if there's something that y'all could share with the people who are going to be new to hearing this, like, what's something that, that you would share to them from what you've learned in your journey or from what you're doing? Well, I'm going to start off with, okay. we have two different podcasts that we do. Um, one's Opinionated Podcast, which is that logo right there. And then we have the same logo, but it's called Off Topic for people like that's you. Cool. And that's this one. And I'll let Cam get into that. Yeah, so basically, um, Off Topic is, you know, any creator, any person starting a, a business, brand, or just anyone we feel like can add value to the conversation or the topic we're having that day. Um we kind of just came up with that, and we actually, you know, had a deep conversation just amongst the team the other night, just kind of what is the purpose of Opinionated, what right. we wanted to do. At the end of the day, like, meeting you and stuff, and just kind of, like, the positive high I've been on mentally for myself, right. I just want to inspire people. Just because, like, right. I tell them all the time, I was like, dude, everyone does something for a reason. They all have their struggles for a reason. They're all doing what they're doing for a reason. So we're hoping this podcast and show turns into just something someone can tune into and just like make their day make a difference in, in someone's life and make an impact in other people's lives because i know like i watch me and him you mean him both watch a ton of podcasts like right. and they range from everything and it's just at least when i'm working at home like just turn on a podcast behind me or just hearing yeah. the background noises looking forward to that podcast whenever it comes out every week um i want that to be the standard for whoever listens to us and tunes into ours so that'd be my, my message at least right. yep. All right, last thing I'm going to ask. All right. What made you, and it could be a number of things. You don't okay. got to go ultra deep, but, like, what made y'all think that you were somebody that could start a podcast? What made you think, like, people want to listen to you? I that. People, like, what, what gave you the the passion, the courage, the just enough of everything all together to be like, I'm going to start that, and this is why? Well, us just being sport heads and always watching sports always watching espn um fox doing that and just hearing them like i mean we're just kind of like you we're just competitive people it's like why can't we do that and like we we hear them and listen to them like dude but like when we talk with 
it's better than what they do. It's like right. what's better what they say. So we just something that we're passionate about, something we love. So we're just like from when he went to high uh, college his freshman year, yeah. um, we were like, dude, like why don't we just start a podcast? Like we know more than what they're saying, or I mean, they know a lot, but they just right. They don't say as as depth as it is, and like, every perspective has value. You know? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. crazy is we had, we had been talking about doing a podcast way before it was like I guess podcasts tri- were cool, like popular right. or whatever. So like we had always been talking about it, but we just one it just didn't make sense because I was gone for the most part, and then just like I was in school, so it's like I didn't have like a ton of money to like invest in the right. equipment and things like that. But I mean, immediately once I got once I got out of school, like we just dove into it and just started getting stuff, and then once we got everything that we have now we're just like like even now i'm just like bro we're in too deep like you know we don't make any money <laughs> yeah. like when we're 35 like i'm still doing this because like i've exactly. already spent so much money like i'm just gonna keep doing it and, and then, that's the best thing yeah. and then another reason is like we're everybody always talks about man it'll be dope to do this man it'll be dope to that what if we did this what if we do that we're like yeah. no nah, we're just gonna do it yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna do it i and think that's, that's, that's what we did for people to see that you've even made it this far it's like it's worth just do it if they go back on our Instagram, was it how how many posts ago was it? it was like it's three, like what the very picture? Very, very, it's our very first post. It's like I don't know. We have seventy two posts. No, now. no, no. Our very, our very first picture. Her picture. What about it? The then and now picture. Oh yeah. What about it though? Yeah. How long ago was it? It was like five posts ago, maybe. If they go back, like oh five yeah, yeah. Post ago and look at that. Like that's uh, that picture to me says a lot. I don't know if it's because yeah. like where we see where we're at every day, but like. To me, that picture said a lot, like about right. us. Well, it's just hard to where like, we were until like to now. Yeah, just was hard to like bouncing around from spaces, shooting it at my parents' house, shooting it at your girlfriend's house, like bouncing around, my never parents had his house. parents' house, like never having a set place. And then he left last summer and he was gone, so it was like me and him had to do a lot of stuff on our own. Like we had to just kind of come up with ideas and just kind of keep it alive, right. keep it afloat. And then once he came back, it's like, all right, this is our first real year. Right. I'm, I'm, so. I'm, I'm sure you've been like this too, but there's been plenty of times where we could have just quit not like right. just been done with it because of different amount of reasons but we just we stuck with it kept going kept grinding and, and here we are now that's all you can do you know yeah. I think that picture probably five posts ago people will see it and be inspired by it but the depth that that picture means to you guys even it's from here to maybe here you know everything that was in between to get to that spot and it's only going to keep going up. But the only reason that it did is because you just kept going. And even that, you know even I mean? like looking at that picture, and then we posted a picture where us of us here, and I'm just like, damn, dude, like we just, that's even like a big elevation step yeah. too. So it's just cool to see this. It, it, for us, it's just surreal because we started this podcast as just opinionated, yeah. and how you started whatever vision as just vision, and then you grew into something else. But we started just opinionated, and then me and him just had conversations, and we're like, dude. Let's do on all like I just came up with the name of opinion on yeah. the topic for other creators, and it's just surreal for us just to come out here and like being able to do opinionated somewhere else that's yeah. not home. Like that's just yeah. to me that's just dope. That's like, it, it feels good. Beauty and it's it. cool because you're doing it because it's something that you care about. Mm-hmm. Like you said you'd be 35 if it's not doing anything for you, you're still doing it. If you said something different, you might as well quit. Yeah, you know what I mean because you're not in it for the right things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so that's inspiring to me also why i would even want to be on the show you know because i know that that's what this is and uh anyways that's inspiring to me i take inspiration from anything that i can that's you know 
that's what it's about. That's what's cool about this is even the fact that you created off topic. You didn't do that because you wanted to have two podcasts. You did it because you saw the opportunity from the people you were putting yourself in front of to make more of an impact outside of sports or to be around these people. And mm -hmm. you were having conversations with these people who are commonly in your life. You're like, dude, how about we just share your stories with everybody else yep. so that it can inspire them because it inspired you. That's, again, why I want to have a podcast because I talk about I, I get to meet people like you. And I'm like, all I want to do is be like, hold on. Let me tell everybody else about this, you know, so they oh, can yeah. be a part of your brand and listen to your stuff. And, and just having it documented, like you said, when we were talking the other day, just just being able to go back, watch these three, four, five years later, it's like, damn. Yeah. I mean, we still go back and watch I was like, the first video. Yeah, like, I was doing that the other day. Like I was oh, no. Them, like, I was just watching, like, my own video because we, like, made videos of ourselves talking. And I was just watching it, and I was just like, damn, bro, like, I was just sitting there like talking about myself, but it's just like cool to like go back and just watch stuff yeah. like that and kind of hear what you were saying yeah. and how you were at the time. So. It is cool to hear like your perspectives from then and how mm -hmm. it stayed or changed. And that's what, like I said, just documenting it. That's for one, like I said, even if it's just like never pays me, never does anything, I'm like, I just want to do it to be able to show like my kids or like I like to go home just to show my family. Like, if anybody gets to know about it, at least, like, show them, like, look how cool this person is and this person and this person and this story and this and that. Like, look how perfectly this was and that I got to be a part of it kind of thing. And I just think about, too, like, who knows where we'll all end up or be. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, especially with social media and all this stuff, you know, the document, it's, like, I always think about, like, my kids or my wife one day, like, you know, it'll be, like, look, like, with social media or whatever, just in my camera roll. Like, look at all... Look at all these things we did and tried and failed at, succeeded at. We built this. We did this. We tried this and it sucked. We did this, but we kept going this whole time. Like, look at this story. Mm -hmm. Even if we're like at ground zero over here, um, that's what I like to see. So, okay. I love being around people that just work their ass off, be a good person, and that are doing something, not just falling into the groove that the world tries to tell us that we have to be in. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all cuss on your podcast. Nah, no, no, we, we do. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. But again, happy. appreciate you for having us and appreciate Thank you, you everything you've done for us while we're here, whether just talking, the hospitality, letting us use your space. Like, we we really do appreciate everything. Anytime. Appreciate that. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. First three things that come to my mind that I'm grateful for. Um, I'm grateful to wake up today. And just where I am as a whole, this space, my home, my dog, my friends, my family, just every, just my whole embodiment of just being here. I'm thankful that I get to wake up and just be where I am. Um, I'm thankful to be on y'all's podcast today. It feels good because I just said a lot of things that are always in my brain and in my heart, but I don't express them. So thankful that I got to be on this oh, and yeah. I'm going to get to watch this content and share this content because other people are going to watch it. Um, and I'm thankful for what's next. I don't even know what it's going to be, but I just, I know one thing is that it's going to be beautiful and extravagant and just more euphoria. So I'm just, I'm thankful for the solidification in my mind that like what's next is even more beautiful than now. Yeah. Um, your Instagram at? At Braxton Kilgo. B-R-A-X-T-O-N-K-I-L-G-O.
And then at Digicast? At Digicast, D-I-G-I-C-A-S-T dot M-K-T-G. And you just Digicast. made an IG for the daily I was room, asking, right? is there an IG for that? Yes. <laughs> Same there's three IGs. Yeah, I for saw this that. One. I saw that. Oh, there's three. And then I believe there a main has one. There's a main one. It's DL like dot D L R S dot A Z. Okay. I'm actually probably tomorrow gonna put all the bios or all the companies in my personal bio because I haven't had Digicast or this one in there yet. So if you look in my personal bio, that'll be the the rabbit hole to get you to everything. We're going to put all his socials down below on the screen. Y'all know the deal. Um, Before we close this video out, I'm going to challenge one person, well, anybody really, to go leave a purple heart on our before and after picture for a chance to get a I Believe in You bracelet. Yes, sir. Um, But that'll do it for this episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Uh, It's your boy Cam and Carlos. Thank you, Dylan. I mean... Look at you. <laughs> Thank you, Braxton. Fast. Thank you, Braxton, <laughs> for having us on. We, we can't forget two, the other boys, though. We have no? two Dylans here. Yeah. So they, 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 they've helped out just as much as you've helped out. Yes, and it sucks we got to leave them out, but um, your whole family has just been. The whole family for y'all has just been nothing but amazing, and I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. And that'll do it for this episode of Pinned Off Topic. We'll see y'all guys next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.